in order for us to minister to other people na mga nakastay sa kanilang mga bahay. So just share it. Tag your friends. The miracle of consistency. Sabi nga nila, it's always easy to start, but it takes discipline to finish. It's always exciting to begin something, but it takes diligence to continue on going on. In a particular story, so Mark chapter 5 verses 25 hanggang 34, there was a certain woman and he was bleeding for 12 years. And you particularly know this, you've been hearing a lot of preachers, pastors preaching and sharing this message or this passage, but we will see in another way what God wants to tell us this morning. And I just want to give the context. When this story came in, ang nangyari dito, Jesus was being asked by Jarius to heal his daughter. 12 years old din yung daughter niya. And they were in a hurry. Kasi they were chasing the time. Mamamatay na yung anak ni Jairus. Kaya ang sabi ni, ni Jairus kay Jesus Christ, Please, please, I know you can heal my daughter. So they were walking, maybe not just walking, but they were walking past, going to Jairus' daughter. And the thing was, a woman bleeding for 12 years, chased them, stopped them, and touched the cloak of Jesus Christ, and Jesus basically turned around. Sipi mo na kung ikaw yung nasa, nasa kalagayan ni Jairus, my daughter is dying. And now you're stopping by, dropping by, basically talking to someone without even telling me, do you not know that my daughter is basically dying? Baka hindi na natin abutan at mamamatay? So that's the story. That's the context. And let me read. Mark chapter 5 verses 25 in the following verses. Sabi dito, Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had. So she was trying her best. She was doing everything that she could in her capacity and capability to be healed. And basically, ganyan naman tayo eh. Lalo na pag ikaw may karamdaman, may sakit, you really want and you want to do everything that you can in order for you to really experience healing, in order for you to experience what? The touch. At ang sabi dito, she was trying many positions and not only positions, she spent a lot of money. But a bill, nothing. She had and was no better, but rather, she was growing worse. Ang sabi dito. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. Sabihin nga natin lahat, heard. Gamang-gamang, can you say it loud? Heard. You know, kaya napakahalaga pag may face-to-face, do your best to be here. Pag may online, listen 
At huwag yung habang nakikinig ka, naglalaba ka, habang nakikinig ka sa mga worshippers pala natin online. Uh, kung may mga ginagawa, kung nagsasaing kayo ngayon, kung naguhugas kayo ng pigan, itigil niya na muna yan. Focus on the word, right? So, sabi dito, when she heard that Jesus was coming by, ano sabi? He touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. So she heard something and she acted on what she heard. Yung napakinggan niya, nilagay niya into action. In other words, sabi sa verse 29, immediately the fountain of her blood, ang ganda ng pagkakabanggit sa ano, New King James, the fountain of his blood, sabi nito, was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. So it wasn't only pain, it was an affliction. Imagine 12 years of having that blowing of blood. 12 years. It wasn't just pain. It was rejection. It was dejection. It was people basically not treating her well. Maybe most of the people she knew wasn't even trying to be close to him or to her. Why? Because she was bleeding for 12 years and that kind of disease was considered in their time, in their tradition, na madumi. At hindi dapat nilalapitan, hindi dapat kinakausap, hindi dapat kinakaibigan, hindi dapat binibigyan ng panahon, at hindi dapat binibigyan ng oras. So it wasn't just the bleeding, but it was her situation. So sabi dito, the fountain of her blood dried up. And Jesus immediately knowing himself, Ang ganda, no? Yung, yung Jesus Christ na meron tayo, kilala niya kung sino siya. Yung identity. Remember when when Satan tempted him? Sa so Matthew chapter 4? Ang sabi doon, if you are the son of God, you can make this stone bread. If you are the son of God, if you are the son of God. It wasn't about the, the bread. It wasn't about the fame. It wasn't about, it was about his identity. If you are the son of God. Alam sa buhay natin, hindi naman talaga temptation ng pere. Hindi naman talaga temptation ng karamdaman. Hindi naman talaga temptation ng kung ano-ano eh. Ang temptation lagi is, talaga bang anak ako ng Diyos? Bakit wala akong ganito? Talaga bang anak ako ng Diyos? Bakit wala akong pambayad? Talaga bang anak ako ng Diyos? Bakit ako may sakit? Talaga bang anak ako ng Diyos? Bakit parang ganito? Bakit parang ganyan? It was just like Jesus. It's always about your identity. Kaya ang ginawa ng Panginoon dito, before Jesus tempted him, God the Father already knew that doon sa baptism, this is my son whom I love in him, I am well pleased. Inestablish yung identity niya para pagdating ng temptation, wala nang kwenta. Right? So sabi dito, knowing himself, there was some power that got out of his, of him, turned around in the crowd and, and he said, who touched my clothes? Who touched my clothes? Sabi ng mga disciples, yung mga disciples kasi napaka-logical eh. Napaka-logic. But his disciples said to him, You see that multitudes thronging you and you say, Who touched me? Thousands of people were there. Then you are asking 
us who touch you. Parang, grabe naman yun. And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, fearing and trembling. Pag ikaw labindalawang taon ka nang dinudugo, may karamdaman, tapos gumaling ka, ano unang-unang mararamdaman mo? Yung nalaman mong magaling ka na sa sakit mo. Matutuwa ka, right? EFC, nandito ba kayo? Okay, okay, okay. 12 years. Nalaman mong magaling ka na. Ano, anong mararamdaman mo? Matutuwa ka, di ba? But she was afraid. She was trembling. Why? Why would you feel afraid? Why would you tremble if you just experienced something that you've been longing for a long time, for such a long time, for 12 years? You know why? Because feeling niya, ninakaw niya, yung biyaya, yung pagpapala, yung kagalingan. Kaya ang sabi ng kwento, and Jesus turned around, sabi ni Judas Smith, that was the greatest theological act that Jesus made when he turned around and faced the woman and said, no condemnation, no guilt, your faith has healed you. Amen. So let me, let me, let me bring you to the first point. Number one, the miracle of not quenching. I've been mentioning these words, but it's been so strong in my heart. Sabi nga natin lahat of not quenching. Sino siya naniniwala araw-araw ng buhay mo nangungusap si Lord? It might be in the form of a pastor, maybe in the form of some situation, maybe in a form of your friends, maybe your parents, Maybe your discipler, maybe your youth leader, maybe your women's head, maybe the UFC. But God is speaking to you every day of your life. And one of the struggles is actually listening. The hardest thing to do in life, actually, is to listen. Because we always want to be heard. Ang gusto natin tayo yung naririnig, tayo nagsasalita, tayo pinapakinggan. Pero yung tayo makikinig, medyo bihira yan. And I want you to understand this thing. There will always be a miracle when you are allowing God to speak in your heart. Sino yung niniwala yung pagpunta mo lang dito sa church, binubuksan mo ang pintuan ng miracolo sa buhay mo? It's not a program, guys. Opening your Facebook, listening to EFC Grace Celebration is not just a tradition. Ah, kailangan makadagdag ako sa mga viewers or sa mga worshipers. Oh, kailangan pumunta ako sa church kasi I'm, I'm, I'm part of the leadership. Oh, kailangan ganito, ganito. I want you to understand. There will always be a miracle that you are preparing yourself whenever your heart is willing to hear 
the word. Sapagat ang salita ng Diyos ang nagiging binhi sa ating puso at hinihanda tayo sa pagkilos ng Panginoon sa ating buhay. The miracle of that quenching. Ang sabi dito sa verse, sabi dito, when she heard, sabi natin na ulit, heard. There is power in hearing the word. There is power in allowing the word to come in your ear and go straight in your heart. Ang kapangyarihan ng salita ng Diyos ay hindi mo pwedeng maliitin. Because the word of the Lord will never return to Him void. Because the word of the Lord is such a powerful thing in our life. Ano sabi ng scripture? He honors His word above His name. Mas binibigyan pa raw ng kahalagahan ng Diyos yung kanyang salita kaysa sa kanyang sariling pangalan. Of course, napakahalaga, napaka-honorable ng pangalan ng Panginoon. But imagine, He honors His word more than His name. There will always be power in not quenching what God is telling in our lives. There will always be power in listening. I mean, nag- nagkita kami ng ibang mga kaibigan kong pastor. I went to Tarlac. I went to Kaapas. Sula Bishop Oriel and my other friends. Trip-trip lang namin. Wala namang program. Kita-kita lang kami. Uh, nakita yung mga nagka-COVID. So, kwentuhan kami. Lahat ng nagka-COVID, presenta. Saan ang kamay? So, ganito, ganyan. Kita-kita kami doon. And we, we've talked about, we've talked about the advantages and disadvantages of this pandemic in the church setting. One of the advantages is the church becomes worldwide. Ang church mo ngayon, kahit maliit, kaya nang panoorin sa buong mundo. Tama? Kaya nga lahat ng pastor naging tele-evangelist. Lahat ng pastor talagang, yung ibang meme, yung iba nagla-live talaga, iba may, may malive lang, yung iba nagla-live talaga. Pero the advantages is, lalo na pag Sunday, pag minuksan mo Facebook mo, pambihira flooded ng worship celebration, Sunday celebration. That's the advantage. But one of the disadvantages of online service is it makes the believers so comfortable. Sino dito yung aamin? Smile na lang, ha? Smile na lang. Wala na lang magtataas ng kamay. Mukhang alam nyo na kung ano yung tatanong ko, di ba? Sino dito yung aamin na pag nagla-live tayo before kasi wala tayong face-to-face, you don't even prepare yourself, you don't even take a bath, and sometimes not even having a toothbrush. You turn on the live, play it, and still on the bed, lying down, and you are praying that you will fall asleep when Pastor Paul preaches. Because it's so powerful to make you sleep. Hello? 
Ismail na lang yung mga nakaranas. Ismail na lang ng mga nakaranas. Yeah. One of the disadvantages, it, it made worship celebration low ang standard. Yung mga leaders nga, minsan, di ba? Pag live, nandito ng 8.30 eh. Pero pag online, 8.55 na. Wala pa. Uh, wala nang masasaktan, ganun talaga buhay. Whether online or face-to-face, I want you to understand, never quench what God is telling in your life. Amen? Prepare yourself. Make your heart a fertile ground. Make it so fertile so that when the seed of God's word would be planted in your heart, it will really bear fruits when the time you need it. Alam niyo, napatunayan ko sa buhay ko, hindi naman lahat ng salita ng Diyos kailangan mo araw-araw. Minsan kala mo nga, hindi. But when situation comes, yung kinukot mo pala ng two years ago, yung nai-preach pala ng six months ago, then dumating ka sa isang sitwasyon na yun yung pinakakailangan mo and God will remind you of His Word and how faithful He is. Amen? It's the miracle of not quenching. There's power in listening. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, there's power in listening. And number two, the miracle of not quitting. Sabi natin lahat, not quitting. Can you say louder than that, not quitting? Sa mga online worshipers, can you type it, not quitting? Ang pinakamadaling gawin sa mundong ito, alam nyo ko ano? Sumuko. The easiest thing to do is when you are facing challenges, the easiest thing to do is to quit. Believe me. That's the first thing you think when, when life is tough and rough. That's the first thing you think. Pigil na to. Quit na ako. Ayun yung pinakamadali. Ayun yung ginagawa ng mga taong yun na yun. Ayoko na lagyan ng word yun. But the easiest thing to do when you are facing tough times, is to quit. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, pero alam mo ba? Can you say to your seatmate, nang walang laway, ha? Sabi mo, sabi mo, pero alam mo ba, may mirakulo sa hindi pagsuko? May mirakulo sa pagpapatuloy? Amen? Ano sabi dito? Sabi dito, for she said, may only touch his cloak. If I only touch his cloak, I shall be made well. But, but yung, yung, yung situation hindi simple, ha? May sakit siya. She was rejected. And no one really wanted her to be there. Sabi nga ng mga disciples, di ba? Ang daming tao. Ang daming tao, sabi ng mga disciples. Paano mo malalaman? Jesus Christ, kung sino yung nagtouch sa'yo, ang daming tao. And there were thousands. Sa ibang translation, ang sabi nga, she pressed herself in. Ibig sabihin, pinilit niya yung sarili niya. Pwede naman yung sabihin, 
Siguro dadaan naman to next time eh. Siguro, siguro sa susunod na lang, siguro maghahanap na lang ako ng, ng lugar na kung saan walang masyadong at tao na hindi marami yung tao doon. Doon ko na lang hahawakan yung cloak niya. Siguro, pag dumaan na lang siya uli, aabangan ko na lang. Siguro ganito, ganyan. Napakadaling mag-quit. May mga kilala nga akong ganyang lalaki pag naniligaw. Pag alam nilang babaster din na sila, inuunahan na. Babaster din ko na sarili ko. Kaysa naman ikaw mong bastard sa akin. Yung nagpaparamdam, yun na sa inyo naman nakakakilala, yung nagpaparamdam, tapos pag nakita niya wala siyang pag-asa bilang tigil. Huulitin ko, the easiest thing to do in life when it's tough is to quit. But leaders, genuine leaders, believers, we always think of quitting, but we never do it. Amen? Pag nagtuturo ako ng leadership management, they always ask me, Pastor Paul, naranasan mo na bang, naisip mo na bang mag-quit sa ministry? Ang sagot ko, many times. Naisip mo na bang mag-quit sa EFC? <laughs> May tawa pa yon. A lot of times. Naisip mo na bang mag-quit sa pre-mission? Oh man, thousands of times. Naisip mo na bang mag-iba ng vocation? Oh, made me think of that? Yeah, hundreds of times. But I never do it. Guys, kung nag-iisip kayo minsan sumuko, okay lang yan. Isipin mo lang. Pero hindi mo kailangan gawin. Amen. You know, this woman, she had all the reason to quit. Rejected siya. Hindi siya dapat nandun. Ang daming tao. At hindi naman siguro siya very strong. Because she was bleeding for 12 years. Pag ikaw dinudugo ka ng labindalawang taon, ang ibig sabihin yung katawan mo mahina. And you are always basically what? Katulad niya, going to the positions. And she spent all her money. So yung emotional trauma, yung physical drain na tinatawag, yung mental breakdown, nasa kanya lahat yun. 12 years. So physically, she was weak. Physically, she wasn't that strong. Pero sabi, she pressed in in order to touch the cloak of Jesus Christ. Sino nagpapasalamat? Kasi yung babaeng ito was living in the old covenant. She needed to press in. You are living in the new covenant. Hindi mo kailangan ipilit ang sarili mo sa presensya ng Diyos. Ang presensya ng Diyos nasa iyo, kailangan maging aware ka araw-araw ng buhay mo. So let me put it this way. There is power in lingering. Sabi natin lahat, lingering. Not only in listening, but in lingering. And lastly, lastly, the miracle of not qualified. Hindi ko lang kung babanggitin ko to eh. I've been thinking of this since last night. Kasi pinrich ko to pero parang gusto kong bawiin. I think 
two years ago. Parang na-preach ko minsan dito yung it's okay not to be okay. Pero parang sabi sa, sabi sa akin si Lord, parang no, it's not okay not to be okay. Yung okay na yan. Yung, yung, yung context na yon. Okay na yan. Ano kapag-practice na? Okay na yan. Basta at least katulog na. Ah, okay na yan. O nabuo ko naman yung outline. Okay na yan. Parang, is that really what life is all about? Alam ni Lord, yung gifts na meron ka. Alam ni Lord, yung skills na meron ka. At ang pinakamagandang balita, alam niya if you are giving your best or not. Amen. But let me just go back. The miracle of not qualified. This woman, on the context of the people's qualification, she wasn't qualified to touch Jesus. Why? Because she was dirty. She wasn't qualified. Why? Because she was outcast. She wasn't qualified. Why? Because she wasn't that strong. Pero alam nyo ba, ang pinaka-qualified sa biyaya ni Lord ay yung mga unqualified. Hello? Let, let me just put it this way. Hindi ko nababasahin. Grace is our qualification. Amen. Sabihin nga natin lahat, grace is my qualification. I'll be able to lead. I can speak with the anointing of God even though I committed mistakes. As long as I know in my heart, not in the sight of God, but in my heart, that I have given my best to the Lord. Believe me. If there was a qualified person, to touch his cloak, it wasn't the disciple. It was the woman. You know why? Because she was the one who needed it most. Let, let me put it this way. Sino gustong makaranas lagi ng biyaya ni Lord? And God opposes the proud. And He gives grace. He gives grace. He bestows grace to the humble. For me, if you would ask, the greatest qualification in the grace of God is knowing that you don't deserve it. Amen. The greatest qualification, uulitin ko, not only to encounter experience but to enjoy the Word of God is knowing that you don't deserve it. Whenever I talk about grace, you know, bakit ang puso ko nag-uumapaw? Bakit ang puso ko parang gustong lumabas sa dibdib ko pag pinag-uusapan ng biyaya ng Diyos? Because I wholeheartedly believe that I don't deserve it. Pag ang biyaya, blessing ni Lord, sinabi mong deserving ka na, 
nawawala na yung pagiging grateful. Nawawala na yung pagiging thankful. Nawawala yung pagiging kailangan ko yan. And let me just put it this way. There is power in love. Not lingering na ibalik ko. There is power in love. And on this woman, 12 is a number of establishment. And she was bleeding for 12 years. If you would continue the story, yung anak ni Jairus dying, actually she died before they arrived. She was also 12 years old. And this woman, why woman? Because she's a picture of the bride. She's the picture of the church. Why 12 years old daughter? She's the picture of the new generation. That whenever the church is touching the cloak, which is the picture of the righteousness of God, the new generation will have life. The new generation will not live in death, in sadness, in worriness. Tumulog na, ibig sabihin, 30 minutes na ako, mag-end ako. The point is this. Whenever we touch the grace of God, whenever we touch the righteousness of God, whenever we touch the cloth of, of, of Jesus Christ, there will always be a wonderful result na makikita mo sa buhay mo. Amen? Tuwing makikita mo ang mercy, goodness, grace ng Panginoon, at alam mo sa isip mo, you don't deserve it, yet you experience it, there's joy. There's thankfulness. There is gratefulness. Amen. To end, tatanungin ko yung sarili ko in behalf of you. Pastor, ano ba ang pinakamasayang buhay? Marami kang pwedeng isagot, no? Pag may Ferrari ka siguro, pag may Gucci ka siguro na bag, pag may Louis Vuitton ka na ponytail, etc., etc., if you would ask me, what's the answer? Ang pinakamasayang buhay ay yung buhay na mapagpasalamat. Amen. Pag natuto kang maging thankful sa maliliit na bagay, sabihin ko sa'yo, ay may ibang mayayaman, bigyan ng lima ng unang 500,000 yan, normal lang, hindi na sila nagiging masaya. Ikaw, bigyan ka lang ng 500, gusto mo nang umi gumulong, di ba? But it's not the amount, eh. You cannot pay the joy. You, you can pay gladness. Kaya nga, ang sarap na ang isang buhay ng tao, kaya niya magpasalamat sa maliliit na bagay. Kasi doon siya nagiging masaya. At ang pinakanakakaingit na tao ay ang taong totoong masaya. Kahit anong simpleng bagay ang meron siya. Amen? Now, this woman, 12 years, oh man, when she encountered Jesus Christ, simply lang, she touched the cloth. And it was not just about the woman. 
it was also about the daughter of Jairus. Pagdating nila, patay na yung anak ni Jairus. Sabi ni Jesus Christ, natutulog lang yan. Mamasok sila, pinalis sila yung mga tao, tapos ang sabi ni Jesus Christ, get up. Now, whenever we touch the cloak, uulitin ko, there will always be life ahead of us. Amen? Come on, let's all rise. Let's all rise. And let's sing this song. And as we sing this song, let's sing this song with a deep sense of thanksgiving and gratefulness. Alam ko, maraming sitwasyon para hindi tayo maging thankful. Pero marami ding dahilan para maging grateful at thankful. Amen? So here right now, we'll start to be thankful to the mercy, goodness, grace, and the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? Come on, come on, let's sing the song. Let's sing the song.
Come on, EMT. Come on, beloved. Leave your spirit up. Come on. Come on. sing this song once again now I'm alive to tell the story amen can, can we say it from our hearts come on say it down now I am alive to tell the story no Shout it! 
Father. It will always be your goodness, your grace, your generosity, your mercy, and the power of your blood. We honor you and thank you. In Jesus' name we pray.